Talk show. Hi there. Went a bit quick on the. You see, I went a bit quick then when I was <laughs> doing the button thing. Excited. Hang <laughs> on now. Hi there. My name is Susie Warren-Smith, and for the next 30 minutes, we're going to be talking all things food and drink. I'm joined by my fellow presenter, AJ Sharp, who is a taste expert. Hi. Just playing with my knobs there. I'm back again. Yes, I'm back again. Back again for the booze. Is there any chance that we can just stop having booze programmes? Certainly not. So it's been a bit of a struggle over the last couple of weeks. I think we've got another one. I think next week it's vermouth. Really? And then can we get some... Wasn't that your idea, though? Do food? No, I don't think it was my idea. That was your idea. Um, so we're talking about booze again. And that's because we just produce some amazing drinks, don't we, in the UK? Oh, just phenomenal. And the breadth and range of different flavours and mouthfeels and things mm. is just phenomenal. It's really, really good. But today we're going to visit the Isle of Wight. Not literally. And I love the Isle of Wight because... My dad, when I was little, said that we, we would go abroad on holiday. And um, every year we went abroad on holiday to the Isle of Wight because we had to get on a boat. He, um, he conned us into thinking it was, it was some ex, you know, somewhere overseas in another country. Um, but it's the most beautiful place. And uh, we always used to go camping. Mm. I do recall it raining a lot. I don't know whether that's true. But um, yeah, so we used to go every single year without fail. So I absolutely love the Isle of Wight. I've got great memories. So today we're going to talk about the food and drink of the Isle of Wight. And we're going to taste some drinks from the Isle of Wight. I know, they look really interesting. And our experts to talk to us about that today are Xavier Baker of Mermaid Gin. Welcome. Hello, Susie. Hello, I love a name that started with X. <gasps> I knew. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> really cool. Xavier Baker, Mermaid Gin. And... Um, I'm afraid your name's not quite as exciting. Sorry about Aww. that. <laughs> it's Ruth Green. Hello. I know, it's a good name. It's a good name. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not quite as exotic. And you're of Tipsy White, That's which right. is a great name. Now, that is, that a, is a good name. name. And Tipsy White, of course, White is spelt W-I-G-H-T. Indeed. As in Isle of Wight. And uh, Ruth specialises in making vodka. And she has bought about 50 bottles, of which we don't, we're definitely not tasting them all. Um, and we're surrounded by the most beautifully packaged stuff. Mm. I mean, the, the tipsy white bottles, if you know them, they're at a sort of 15 angle. degree angle, which as our production team was laying them all out on the table to get ready for this tasting, we were all going, why won't it why stand? It properly and then oh, hang on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, let's just talk a little bit about um, the Isle of Wight. Um, apparently the national dish for the Isle of Wight is crab on chips. Did you know that? that? True? I did no, not I don't know that. That's made up, is it? Is that, is that true? true? That is true. It is true. It is true. true. Oh, it is yeah. true. Yeah. Ventnor Vent Seafront. Yeah, <laughs> down at Ventnor. Um, and uh, one story I do know uh, about the Isle of Wight is the history of garlic. On the Isle of Wight, because yeah. garlic is it grows beautifully, doesn't it? There, um, Ruth, do you know the story behind garlic being big on the Isle of Wight? It's 
the Boswell family started that and um, have continued. It was the Second World War. Yeah, the Second World War. So, so uh, French uh, uh, soldiers who were based there weren't very happy. Not much garlic in their food. So they brought some bulbs over and they started growing it um, in order to obviously to add it to their own own dishes. And due to the sort of really well-balanced chalky soil um, and a unique climate on the island, the soldiers discovered that garlic grew extremely grew well, well. And that's where it mm. all started from. Mm. Yeah, so that's the French, you know, giving we us have, some we amazing... Can thank the French for a lot, can't we? Mm. Oh, I don't know. I'm just trying to think about that. <laughs> When Sorry. I think of the Isle Ethically of Wight, incorrect. I think of Isle of Wight tomatoes. Do you? Yeah. Every year I get a couple of big boxes delivered of all these beautiful tomatoes. Mm. And they're always probably three weeks ahead of our own season in yeah. Kent. And it's just, oh, they're always so good. Great asparagus. Yeah. Really good asparagus. Uh, honey as well. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Honey and uh, strawberries, tomatoes, mm. as you said. Um, abundance of stuff. So um, um, I'm going to ask you, Xavier, so so where exactly is the Isle of Wight? This programme goes out uh, uh, nationally, but we have a third of our listeners in America. Yeah. So the Isle of Wight uh, is a little diamond shaped island uh, underneath Portsmouth and Southampton in the Solent. Uh, and we're stuck out in the channel. So, uh, yeah, we overlook uh, the English Channel. Um, and as you mentioned, due to its location, we have our own microclimates over there. Plenty of flowers, of sunshine. So it's yeah, it's a, fan- a fantastic place to escape. And, and have you always lived there? Is, is that where you're? I have. Yes, I grew up on the island. Uh, so dad was from North London. Mum from the Wirral. Flip of a coin, uh, heads. Isle of Wight, not Lake District. So wow. growing up on the island, yeah, it was really cool. So I've, yeah. I've grown up on the island, uh, yeah, all my life. Yeah. And Ruth, are you a, you were a sort of long res- long term resident? We moved full time to the island twelve years ago, um, just over from Southampton. Um, but we visited for 25 years yeah. before. We're keen sailors, so we kept a boat over there. Great place, yeah. And 12 years ago, just had enough of dividing our lives between Southampton and the island and chose to move, and it's been fantastic ever since. Yeah, yeah. and and a great community there. Super community, so friendly mm. um, and supportive and, yeah, really good. And and the Isle of Wight is getting more and more of a name for its its food and drink, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, there's mm. there's an extraordinary um, number of uh, producers and um, we're producing great great foods and drinks and um, in a tiny space. Yeah, yeah. And and of course, so many people do go over there on their holiday. And I remember uh, as a young child, always um, being in some amazing pub garden, just sitting there with you know. Coca-Cola, a bag of crisps, or whatever it was, um, and 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 because I came from inner city London, it just seemed almost like paradise somehow. Mm. You just spend a lot of your time outside. It's very rural. Yeah, um, I would say most areas you you're you know within a couple of miles of countryside, and mm. um, there are stunning views from most of the pub gardens. I think as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, it's really really good. So let's talk about uh, uh, why. You decided, Xavier, to, to 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 make gin. Everybody's making gin, so they say. But you know, this is very yeah. specific. It's 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 mermaid gin. It's from the Isle of Wight. I think there are some other distilleries over there, aren't there as well? Are there? Uh, we're the first, I believe, only distillery. There is another distillery um, uh, starting up, um, but <gasps> like, that's okay. It's all good. I yeah. mean, that's the nice thing is yeah, you mentioned yeah. some of the food producers earlier. Mm. Um, you know, the tomato stall, garlic farm, cheese. Brewery, 
you know, it's it's a great community. Everybody works together in the food and drink yeah. circles and things. So it's uh, so the f- <clears throat> so if you want listener Isle of Wight gin, this is the this is the thing at the moment. This is it. It's mermaid. True. So m- mermaid so, so gin. Tell yep. us about your roots of, of this then. So uh, your mermaid gin uh, is uh, born from myself and Conrad. Uh, I'm a brewer of years, ever since I was 17. This is Conrad uh, Gauntlet. Con- Conrad Gauntlet, yeah, he's a, a winemaker of 35 years, friends for years, got together, so it'd be great to get a distillery underway. Um, so in 2014, we applied for license, and then in 2015, we launched Mermaid Gin, and it's been uh-huh. um, incredible ever since. So, uh, But being based on the island, we want to try and capture the essence of the island as best we can using local botanicals forage from so the rock samphire we forage from the south side of the island which is our main big botan- botanical in the mermaid gin and then uh, we spent about 18 months creating our new mermaid bottle so um for people that can't see it at this moment in time it's oh, we're going uh, to describe it in a minute yeah, um, uh, aj's really good at describing stuff do you um we're going to have a little taste now uh, so um, I've got one in Lovely. front of me. Thank you. Um, beautiful, beautiful bottles. Um, do you want to just describe the, the smell and the taste first, AJ, and then we'll, we'll, we'll come on to the bottle? Uh, the aroma of the this gin is absolutely lovely. It's very juniper, citrus. It's everything you would expect it to be. Almost a hint of salt in there. <laughs> Perfect, AJ. That's what we like to hear. She just it makes, is. She just makes it up most <laughs> of the time. It's lovely gin. Mm. Thank you. So, so tell us what botanicals we've got in, in it. So we have uh, 10 botanicals in total in, in the Mermaid original. Um, our lead botanical is is the rock samphire, um, family of the, the carrot plant, um, but gives the gin that hint of sea air. And uh, a lady said to it's us once, it? it's like an ocean breeze in a glass in a mm. gin and tonic. I was like, ah, perfect description. We'll go with that. Mm, yeah. um, so we also use uh, f- uh, fresh lemons, so lemon zest. So the distiller's back at base that, zesting loads of lemons and that helps give that real vibrant fresh citrus note in the gin uh grains of paradise which are little little peppercorns family of the uh, ginger plant and they add um it's like peppery note to the gin with a little tangerine finish on them as well Uh, so uh the spicy kick yeah this is it but we wanted to create a gin that was easy drinking try to sort of capture the essence of the island and um, yeah one that would work well in the gin and tonic but also stand up in cocktails and martinis as well Mm. I've just cut some with some water, actually, and I'm getting much more of the sea, the, the sea coming out. It's almost, um, it has almost cut it, actually, and released it. So what do you think, OJ? Because we've just been drinking it neat. Yeah, it really does bring out the salty. Doesn't it? It's this, this kind of almost seaweedy note, isn't it? It's lovely, really. That sounds like it's not very nice, but no, it's no, lovely. No, no, it's not. No, it's, it's, it's... It is of the sea it's somehow. It's the salt, yeah. Yeah. So it reminds me of standing on a boat somehow outside, you know. That's yeah. that's what we want to capture a little bit. We hear people say, oh, it reminds me of happy holiday memories, mm. walk along the beach, down by the lighthouse and things. And uh, yeah, that's exactly what we like to hear when people have a... Uh... Ruth, have you got any thoughts? I love it. There you go. I don't understand anything else. <laughs> I love it. It's you really nice. Like Thank it. you. Yeah. <laughs> so would you have that with tonic? <clears throat> it's really nice with water, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it's all personal preference. How yeah. people yeah. like to drink it, uh, we, we'd recommend the Mermaid Original with um, a, a premium light tonic. It works well. Mediterranean elderflower. Some people like lemonade, sparkling water. So whatever, whatever sparkling people water prefer. Yeah, been very mm. good with that. Mm. Now, one you particularly wanted us to taste, although you bought hundreds here, is is the Zest Gin. Yes. Why is that? So the. Uh, 
So the uh, the mermaid zest uh, is it, at the the heart of it is the original uh, mermaid oh. gin, and then we've uh, collected oh, some smell. lemons Great and bergamots that that are grown. Is that bergamot. Yep. Uh, uh, there's grown at Osborne House, Queen Victoria's old summer residence, in a in a walled garden, like and the gardeners have nurtured these two trees for years, and the fruits have just fallen, not been used. So when we spoke to them, they were delighted that the lemons and bergamots would be used in the gin. So we uh, create a distillate uh, with the lemons, the bergamots, rosemary from the walled garden as well, hmm. um, rosmarinus, dew of the sea, yes. just meant to be. Um, and then we blend that with our mermaid original. So uh, we've got grapefruits, lemon, fabulous. bergamot. Um, we launched this in the summer and the response has been phenomenal. So really delighted. I love that sort of grapefruity. Yeah. The grapefruit on the nose is it's gorgeous. But then on the palate, it's much fruitier. It's, yeah. much, it's not as sharp as it smells like it's going to taste. <clears throat> you, it I takes you on a journey. One. That's the one, Zavio. Ah, that is good, the good. one. Am I allowed good, to talk about the bottle yet? Yeah, let's go for it. These I want to. Well, I just want to touch the bottle. They are so sexy, aren't they? They just, it, just you just want to touch them. They are so sexy. They're a bit like Daniel Craig to me. <laughs> just want to touch him. <laughs> just want to go up and touch him. <laughs> On that note, um... possibly not now, we've, but we've about had ten the years ago. As that, but that's cool. <laughs> but you know, but you, just, you just can't just, help but touch it. It's this beautiful aquamarine <clears throat> with gold lettering, and you—it is the most tactile, bobbly. sensory, bobbly. It's got scales, Sexy. hasn't it? These sort of <gasps> mermaid, yes. scales. mermaid scales. Of course, it has. It I just got. I just got that. Sort of... Sorry, yeah. a bit slow <laughs> on that one. Right. Ladies' hourglass figure. It is gorgeous. I don't know. There's just something very sexy about it. Yeah, gorgeous. It's the tail of the mermaid. I might stroke that all the way. We, we spent a lot of time and effort pulling together, you know, what would work to best represent a mermaid gin and being of the sea, of the island. So creating a bottle that was, as I say, tactile, um, we wanted something that would be reused as well. So rather than just mm. being thrown in recycling, you, you'd have to pe use it again. People you would use that it way. for making yeah. a lamp, water yeah. decanter, candle holder, chop in half, lampshades. Oh, yeah, and yeah. so we're delighted to see that the upcycling uses of the bottle and things. There is a pink one here, though. What's the pink one? So the the pink is um, again Mermaid Original, uh, and it's been infused with strawberry strawberries uh, from the island, grown great by smells off these guys, don't you? Ben Brown, and so these strawberries are wild strawberries. They well, they're, they're, like. they are grown uh, strawberries, but these are the ones that aren't beautiful enough to go in your strawberries and cream. The wonky fruit, I think it's called. Yeah. Um, and we get this from Ben, infuse that in our original gin. Split the batch, redistill it, and then blend it back together. So you get that vibrant citrus note—not uh, the citrus, sorry—the the fresh, fruity strawberry note on the strawberry. nose, mm. and you get a bit of the natural sweetness from the sugars in there as well. Yeah, it's very different to your original, isn't it? It's got so many—it's it, much sweeter. <clears throat> it's much more fruity. This is—it was trying to get that balance of not take it too sweet. So yeah. But so the disconcerting gin drinker can still enjoy it, mm. whilst it's a stepping stone for people that don't like gin to actually, I'll oh, try that. There's a bit of sweetness in there and sort of... Uh, Less juniper-led. So yeah. if you weren't a yeah. juniper fan, this would really be your... Yeah. your no, just got to have the zest one. Oh, it's lovely. Though. It's the zest one you need. <laughs> I think the pink, the pink gin um, would be gorgeous with soda and... Mm. More strawberries and Possibly fruit. Mint and, in there as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of mint. Pimsy. Yeah, yeah. No, that sort yeah. of... Make it into yeah. a long, long drink. drink. Yeah. yeah, it it does yeah. work really well with um, some ginger ale as a summer cup, mm. as you say, with some mint, yeah, yeah. cucumber, strawberry, and a slice of orange. Yeah, just oh, lovely. Susie's favourite ginger. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to think that we're in the summer and of course we're not in the winter. I'm yeah. sorry, no, it's torrentially mm. raining outside. Yes, it is. <laughs> so let's go to um, Tipsy White. Now, I'm getting tipsy while we're doing this, by the way, Ruth. Um, so we've got these amazing bottles that stand at an angle. Um, you've got so many different flavours, I don't even know where to begin. But, but like Xavier, what, what, you're very keen on foraged fruit, mm. stuff that's local, mm. that's forming those flavours. So mm. what I've done out of the 54 bottles you've bought with you for us to try <laughs> um, is I've picked out four because they're old... Uh, British historic fruits and a lot of people sort of probably aren't, aren't used to them. So one of my favourite fruits is a medlar. Mm -hmm. It is the ugliest fruit literally in the it world. Is. It has got a particularly rude It has a very name, rude name. Which is basically, it looks like a dog's bottom. Anyway, we weren't going to be rude. No. But it is the most extraordinary fruit, isn't it? It is. And it's a misunderstood fruit, I think, because of the way it looks. Yeah, It's actually in the apple family. Um, and it sort of looks like a malformed apple. Yes, it looks like um, it's been run over or something. Not Weird. something, um, they have to be particularly ripe to eat. Yeah. Um, if they're firm, they, they're not nice, and they've got a, quite a thick skin. Yeah. A bit like a russet apple has a thick skin. You blet them, so they go into trays for a few days, seven to ten days, where they ripen off the tree and they're ripened until they're almost too ripe so really squishy yeah um, and then the texture is rather like um date okay and also the f the flavor is somewhere between apple and date i think it is, it's it? quite sweet maybe a, a little cinnamon hint of cinnamon and that's just the natural sweetness yeah. there yeah. there's no sugar added or anything like that we have added some bit. sugar yes mm. yeah but not not it doesn't need much no. try and try and let the fruit do, do the talking, the talking. Mm. yeah it's got sort of toffee yeah toffee apple so. notes in there very much it? so mm. yeah and um, traditionally, it would have been made into jellies, jams, and yep. jellies. So let's try, let's try that one next. So that's quince now, and that's another favourite. Oh, I love quince. fruit of mine. Uh, so often um, you'll see a beautiful quince tree with all the quince on the ground, and people just don't even seem to know what it is. Mm. Uh, um, probably most associated with with uh, with having it with cheese, cheese um, like membrillo, membrillo uh, in Spain. Yeah. Um, Again, the quince. The quinces are not nice to eat straight from the no. tree. You do have to cook them mm. or, or combine them with, with something else. I don't cook these. They just get chopped and put into alcohol and sugar added. They are quite sharp. I love Membrio and I mm. wanted to find a way to use. We've got quite a few quince trees on the farm. Just a nice way to use a dip, mm. an unusual fruit. Now, the other thing that we've got here is beech leaf. Now, yep. I have no idea what that is. Do you know? Okay. No clue. No idea. What is beech leaf? So it's made using young beech tree leaves. Literally leaves. Literally yeah. beech leaf. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Can you do that? Yeah. Not die? Yeah. It's not poisonous <laughs> or anything? No. It's a leaf. Let's try it and find out. Mm. It's beautiful. All of these are beautiful colours, aren't they, AJ? Mm. Golden. So this one, I found a recipe for beech leaf noyo, which was um, French, traditionally made with um, 
the kernels of uh, the the pips of apricots, you know, the stone apricot stones, and it was made with brandy and gin. And I thought, well, I wonder if we could try doing something with young beech leaves. We've got beech woodland on the farm, and um, this we just pick the beech leaves, pop them in into vodka and add a little bit of sugar later. Mm. And it's sort of rather... Um, I don't br- know what to make of it. Brandy-like. Do you? It's sweeter than I was expecting yeah. it to be. Yeah. I presume you've added sugar yeah. into... Yeah. yeah. But it's also fruitier than I was expecting yeah. it to be. Yeah. I don't know what a beech leaf tastes like. No. Well, it doesn't taste like... Funny enough, I've never eaten one. <laughs> it's weird, that, isn't it? So, and the leaves... But it's like, it's like grass vodka. You can have grass vodka. That's right. And, you know, and, and they yeah. will give a flavour. It's just leaves... because as human beings, we wouldn't eat something like that. Go, yeah. oh, but, but it will give amazing flavours, like, yeah. ro- like rosemary wood or, you know, something like that. So yeah. it's, it's a really interesting yeah. thing to it use. It is woody. There is sort There's of wood woodiness. Yeah. There, yeah. Reminds Slightly. me of wormwood a little bit. Mm. And um, it's just... Just something that goes sort of in the ethos of the company that is, you know, we use what's available. And this is kind of how we started looking at what was on the farm when we bought it without bringing a crop in or or livestock. We yeah. had no farming background when we moved to the island. Don't need to if you're just making vodka. So it's, <laughs> you know, it's very much celebrating English countryside and What's the fruits that are available um, to either forage for or, or grow. Yeah. So my final one here that I've picked out, spiced pear. Mm. I am. Um, I don't eat pears very often, but I do think they make great drinks. I think pear juice is fabulous. This this is spiced with star anise, ginger, and cloves. That's what it so is. Not surprisingly, nice... that's my favourite. Tastes like Christmas. It, it does. Yeah. I would say, if you're thinking of getting something from the beautiful Isle of Wight, spiced pear vodka liqueur at Christmas, amazing. That for me, I'd have that with some cheese. Whereas I'd have the lovely, um, the, the, you know, the, the gin, the, the, <laughs> one too many. So much. Oh. What's the, what's the, uh, citrus one? Zest. zest. Yeah. Um, um, but for me, you know, you'd have the zest gin and tonic before my lovely Christmas lunch. Yep. And then I'd definitely have a bit of spiced pear with some cheese. Afterwards. Would you? Oh, yeah. I think the Medlar one was my favourite. <clears throat> yeah. I'd have that one with my cheese board afterwards. Because it's so unusual. Because as soon it as you taste quite it, unusual. I can see everyone at the table going, what is, is that? that? It's, it's familiar, but I don't Conversation, know good conversation yeah, yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I do have to, when we're at sh- um, shows and markets and things, people will say, what's a Medlar? So I have a picture to show you yeah. what the fruit looks yeah. like and there's some people say oh yes is that what that is or they're still scratching their heads they're the most extraordinary looking fruit yes yeah yes. but yeah. great great to use um so um uh, uh, what's your sort of plans next for 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 tipsy white i mean you've got so many different you know, flavors you just do you just love experimenting and I do. seeing what you've got, going around the rest of the island? I do, Seeing yes. what farmers have got, whatever. Yes, doing a little bit of experiment with some walnuts at the moment. Um, and uh, um, it's sort of people give us a fruit or or say, what can we do with this? We might try something new. I mean, we have we have got enough, really. My husband says no I'll more. Stop now, yeah. <laughs> um, so we concentrate on, um, you know, the the real the popular range. Yeah. So and then just have some guest ones. Every exactly. Year. Yeah. So Michael, my husband, calls them off piste. 
So something a bit more unusual, um, like, for example, wild garlic. You know, that's wow. not for everyone. Well, but have got an amazing black garlic farm there, as you know, in the Isle of if, White. If and you want a savoury drink, mm. um, in a, sort of a Bloody Mary style, then the wild garlic would, would tick that yeah, that's box. That's sort of umami. I like this mm. 12 Days of Christmas box. Here. Yes, and that... that obviously comes out for Christmas. You have one every day. <laughs> no, that's it's the final. <laughs> the 12 days. Or one every day at the after Christmas. Yeah. Once you got Fantastic. rid of all the family. <laughs> so we thought that that was just a really nice way to celebrate the the countryside, the year of the mm. countryside with, with some of our flavours. And um, it very much depends on, you know, what's been good that year as well um, as to what we we put in it because all our batches are quite small and um, obviously the seasons vary. So the quality of the fruits and flowers and so on will vary. Mm. Um, so we're, you know, dictated to by that. Mm, but beautiful, um, beautiful place. Have you been, AJ, the Isle of Wight? I haven't been to the Isle of Wight. <gasps> I know. Good. Shocking, isn't it's it? It's really easy to get to. Just hop over on the boat. I've sailed very Fabulous. close to it, but never actually Fabulous. set foot on the yeah. island. And now yeah. I really want to go. Yeah. Must yeah, come and visit us. Yeah. Um, yes, please. And in particular, <laughs> really renowned for seafood. Really great seafood. Oh, my favourite. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, and you say crab. So yeah. It's great. Crab and chips. Crab on chips is good. Mm. Yeah. And you guys at Mermaid, you do a lot with music festivals and things like that, don't you? <laughs> We, we do get involved. Uh, we support the Isle of Wight Festival. I say oh, we support. Yeah. We, we, we do a little uh, tasting area and bar backstage and things, which is great fun to get involved in. And then, uh, But the island's become known for all sorts of festivals and things. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, we that's, all get, that's we all what get I think of is a bit of fun. Yeah. When people are talking about Isle of Wight, it's often in association with the music festivals, isn't it? And it's, yeah. it's so lovely to know that there's so much there in terms of food, festivals, you've mm. got... Places to yeah. visit and great sailing, obviously, of course. Is that so? Yeah, I mean the, the island's great. It's it's a whole playground there. You got all the sea, the country walks, mm. surfing, sailing, paddleboarding, swimming, all sorts. So Never if any of you any out there uh, struggling, uh, we've got our <coughs> utility bills. Mine seems to have gone a bit berserk, um, you know, and lots of lots of our costs of of living are rising. Uh, if you might often go on holiday abroad. Uh, possibly can't afford it this year. You you would not do too badly to trot over mm. to the Isle of Wight for a few days. Lovely, mm. bit of self catering. Go out there, get some crab and chips, get your gin, get your vodka. Perfect. That sounds marvellous. Just hope the weather's good. <laughs> Our weather is getting better and better, though, isn't it? It's so. always sunny on the island. Yeah. It's the sunniest place in the UK, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Is, is it? it? Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's amazing. So, um, thank you very much to Xavier Baker of Mermaid Gin. Where can we get that? We will put a link uh, from the from the website, Xavier. But but presumably you can just order online straight and get it. Please do. Yeah. Um, jump on our website, IsleofWhiteDelivery dot com. Um, we've got all of our range on there. Some gift sets, uh, miniature gift sets as well, and things. Mm. Um, we're available in Marks and Spencer. Phoenix, Waitrose. Yeah, it's yeah, very, very good. Very, very posh. Um, but yeah, so easy to get. Or, or, or come and see us at the distillery. Cool. Yeah, so if you're going over there, trot, trot over to the distillery. And um, Ruth uh, Ruth Green of Tipsy White. Again, we can go on your website, can't Absolutely. we? Is there any yeah. available Tipsy, anywhere else? Tipsywhite.com. Um, local retailers on the island. On the island, um, great. We if send not, anywhere in the UK. We will We will get a link. Um, I'm, I'd go for... Mm, spice pear, actually. Is that spice pear? Yeah, you're going to go for medlar, aren't you? Yeah, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yes, the medlar from Tipsy. And then I think 
I think the zest from yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Zest is extraordinary. Very good. Very, very, very good. So, yeah, um, I'm going to touch that bottle again in a minute. You've been listening to the Food Talk Show, which is syndicated, it's my age, to radio stations across the UK and further afield, as well as being available on Audible, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes and podcast app on your phone. Thank you so much to my fellow presenter, AJ Sharp. Thanks for having me. Learnt loads again. Learnt loads. I'm going to steal those bottles. I'm actually, I might give the gin to someone who just keep the bottle. <laughs> They're just gorgeous. Beautiful. They're so gorgeous. No, I'll drink the gin. Um, if you want to syndicate our lovely programme for free on your radio station, just get in touch with us on hello at foodtalk.co.uk. Um, we're heading up to Christmas. So make sure you get some local stuff as, as presents. Please Absolutely. use our local producers. And I hope you have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.